I'll come back. 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 Don't forget to make the announcement if you haven't already. Keep in mind the announcements is no longer announcements for a stream because Priest reorganized everything and didn't fucking tell us. Yeah, I did. I put it in the admin chat. But where is the admin chat? At the top. <laughs> Fine. Uh, all right, five, four, three, two, Varg. Hello and welcome to the Barcast. Well, the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are a non-pencil. Dead microphone, enigmatic otaku. Na 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 you want to know how I got these scars? Ravage. Huh? What? I wasn't paying attention. Milk. No. And I'm easy come, easy go. I just wish there wasn't so much come. This week, we have a really <laughs> special guest. Why did you guys think that one was so funny? <laughs> when I come here week after week with comedy gold, but fucking saying come is what guest i'm so happy to have him back the friend that is so special that his words can't exist in just one person alone he has like 10. we have the perfect skirts alt short skirts and explosions yes that's right it's me asia shield it's true oh my god <laughs> i'm so happy to have you back again you're you're such a great friend of the cast and such an influential member of the community. This is the worst Hooters I've ever shopped at. Oh shit! I'm let sorry. me take, <laughs> let me take off my shirt. Fuck, man. I I got I, I I I knew this bra wasn't cutting it. Did you come over here to apply at Femboy Hooters? What? what? Did you cut out? What? Femboy Hooters. Oh, is they should it call it. You? They should retitle that. They should call it Tater Tots. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Oh fucking god, I love it. I love it. We haven't even like explained the podcast yet. We're already losing our mind. This is gonna What's be that old meme like us at 12 a.m. me and the boys looking for cum? <laughs> looking for looking for cummies. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to the Barcast where we're the community oriented podcast. We request guests, we politely ask them on. You ask the questions, we make them miserable for two hours. Those who haven't tuned in before, check out previous episodes such as Bill Newton, John Delancey, Andrea Lindman, and Short Shirts and Explosions out on iTunes, Google Play Music, and all the places where you syndicate and digest podcast-related material in your ears. Everyone keeps pinging me because of blog posts, and I'm trying to do an intro. You have to do yeah. a couple more for all the alts. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm literally um, just having a discussion with myself. It's all ventriloquy right now. <laughs> um, we're streaming live on Twitch right now, um, where the lovely Anon Pencil is going to be watching for questions out in the chat. Pencil, what are questions we don't ask our guests? 
not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about religion. We're not going to ask way too many, you know, personal questions about social security number, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know better than that. But Skirts is a pretty cool dude. He can handle our bullshit. If he makes him uncomfortable, so much the better. I consider that a challenge considering he can turn a phrase better than I can half the time. So bring it, bitches. We also have a drinking word. What's the drinking word? Priest. The drinking word for this week is panties. Or pansu. If you're into that Chovitz. Pansu. You know, the moon speak and all of that. Moichto yukarite kurasai. Thank you. So, Sorry, so without further ado, let's let's jump in. This is one of the largest threads we've ever had for for Barcast. It's fitting for one of the largest penises we've ever interviewed. So, without further ado, let's ask a few very basic questions. Um, Skirts, what we've we've had you on, so we're not gonna we're, we're gonna skip the foreplay a little bit. You've had what, the, before. what is your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, fanfics, cons, music. What, for someone who has existed in this community as long as you have, what keeps you here? I say that the best part I've ever experienced out of the whole fandom little brony phenomenon is like the formation of the Noble Jury and um, just like the people who've been able to respond to my daily uh, writing and such little kind of communication they had and repartee they have with one another it didn't really feel like it came out of me it sort of like just happened alongside me and it's been a pleasure to witness that you know that feels like a sub-community within it totally fair totally fair um next question that we have is that we're we're in a state of fandom decline and mm -hmm. i don't think that it's um particularly shocking to anyone gen 4 is over we're done with the last season of the show. We've got some weird YouTube stuff going on, Australian leaks. We've got, you know, little online shows. Um, Pony Life is a spawn of hell. But this current generation is over. What do we as a community do going forward to keep ourselves alive and relevant and strong? I mean, I haven't watched all the episodes of season nine anyways. I don't think that like the the fandom has always been too terribly dependent on the source material. It was more like the impetus for everything else and like the fandom just exploded. Um, I mean, I feel like season one was crazily obsessed over, but ever since like season two and onward, I, th I feel like the fandom has been pretty self-sustaining, you know, and I do furries have a single like uh, medium that they follow not quite. Mm -hmm. Totally fair. And then last but not least, the question that I'm suspecting your answer from last time has changed. Who is best pony? No, it's still Applejack, I'd say. Although I still have um I think objectively, if you look at like just the character and the and the expressiveness and like the voice acting, Rarity's gotta take the crown in a lot of ways. Really? Yeah. Not not Trixie. Trixie is um Fun thing about Trixie, she's a bit of a bookends thing for me. I loved her in season one, and then in 2020, she kind of became my mascot for trying to come back and do, like, the writing thing again. So um, I, I very much appreciate her, uh, but I wouldn't necessarily call her the best. She's just, like, she, she, she no, she's no longer a bench sitter anymore. How about that? She She's an ends to a means for you. I, Indeed. I understand. 
I understand. I I too understand using people. Wow, that's gonna that's gonna be on tape for forever. Good job, Breeze. But who wears it better? Who wears it better? The thread wears it best where we're actually starting out with yourself, Skirts. You mm -hmm. asked yourself a question. Did I? So I, I will do my best short skirts and explosions impression. <clears throat> what doth life? Life doth panties. Drink now. That I, I'll take a drink to that. You said that I asked the first question. I don't see uh, I don't see device heretic on here at all. It's it's true. It's it's some other short skirts and explosions alt. Oh. There's a lot to choose from. Yes. Um, and we also have a question from the chat. Other other guy asks, when you're not wearing panties, how short can your skirt be before your dick starts poking out? Uh, if we're talking my dick, then I again guess like um, half an inch. Half an inch? Oh my goodness. Is that a skirt or a belt at that point? Probably. Jesus. You just reach for that can of ravioli at the top of the shelf. I mean, that's my fetish. Not the ravioli, but the skirt. Can. Tell me. The can? Oh, no. <laughs> He's open up just like the fucking vagina today. Check out them can-cans. That's uh, probably that's probably an owner hole that exists. Like, yeah, whenever a hurricane blows through Florida, I go to the store and buy extra bunches of vaginas. I mean, that sounds reasonable. I mean, you're going to use them if you're stuck inside anyway, so... <laughs> I just, I just imagine his dick is covered in scars and it looks like it's been in war. This podcast uh, is brought to you by the Vietnam. No, no. I have a dick pull. No. All right. Uh, to, by the way, I can confirm there are um, soda cans that look like Monster Energy cans, except there's just Ona holes inside. Why? Hmm. So you can hide it better. Right. I mean, I would totally just put a can of monster in my pants like why not uh so so many reasons but uh sure is sure that is that a monster in your pants or are you just happy to see me speaking of the, next question the jewish is a red bull <laughs> oh shit toys heart cup monster easily get pleasure <laughs> i love that it has i love that it has japanese on it all right, Two next question. There you go. Continue. Um, next question is from some jerk off named Flutter Priest that never returns chat messages. He asks, what doth femboys? Obviously, nobody on Femfic, if you look at the ratings of the stories I've posted since last year. I, I, fair. Okay. So you started writing mm -hmm. femboy stories. You just kind of mm -hmm. broke down. You're like, nah, I fucking want to do this. <laughs> we're, we're doing it. Uh, bitches get out the way. I'm writing fem boys and traps, and that's what we're doing. It's time for all of the cute cross dressing. I am ready. You even got me to write a story for you about that. Uh, how has your audience and fan base changed since that transition? Wow. Well, the, that's the thing about being in like the top five like authors is that you know you got to reinvent yourself, and sometimes you got to do that through self sabotage, I guess. 
because uh, you know the best best thing to do is like after an entire year of not posting a single story on your main page you come back writing about the most niche subgenre of smut possible with the least beloved character in all of the question girls yeah, that's the way to uh to win your fans back um i just said fuck it i just wanted to do what i wanted to do and i kind of half-assed it so maybe something better would have come out of it if i actually um uh, if I actually gave it more of a of an effort, but I kind of crashed in early last year and sort of went dark again. But um, um, where was I going with this? Uh, I, I I've lost my train of thought already. But uh, I yeah, I just completely crashed really hard. Um, but I now have like three different memes. I used to be the really super hard core grim dark sad guy, and then I became the person with all the alts, and now I'm like the uh, the weird exhibitionist. So. <laughs> Over the course of uh, nine years, you you tend to reinvent yourself. Why not all three? Yeah, well, people, it's short-range memory, you know? And, and to be fair, you probably have gained some fans that you didn't have before because you are speaking to their very quiet, non-spoken fetishes. Yeah, I have a handful of people who I um, chat with who are really cool individuals and um, like-minded in a lot of ways. And... Uh, also inspiration, like the last story I uploaded, I wouldn't have done it with, without the um, sort of motivation of a um, good author by the name of Shallow15, who um, wrote a story I think I mentioned once on a podcast called uh, Sunset Sexy Times. Um, just a good way of like approaching a question girl smut, you know? Um, and I think that's a niche that needs to be filled up more and thought I would contribute, but I don't know if enough people are really motivated to care at this point. <laughs> I can definitely see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. Up next, uh, we have a question from Milk Barcast. Mm -hmm. What a nerd. He asks, what doth skirts? Nobody, I assure you. Nobody. But, mm. but, but I skirts daily, all times, skirts there. No, no, at, at age 37, I assure you, I'm a well-practiced wizard. Oh, well, I, I hope that someday you get to practice with your magic stick on somebody important. Yeah, I have to um, I have to grind for my epic mount. I'm fine. Fine by me too. I put on my robe and wizard hat. That's that's an old reference that dates me really hard. There's Alice... a um you know, go on, sorry, I No, you. please go ahead. No, there's a very wise uh, line from uh, one of the best pieces of um, pop culture, um, Matrix on the uh, Internet Matrix on a PlayStation Two. Where a character says celibacy is a hands-on job. I love it. This is true. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, Alex underscore is up next. Who asks, number one, are you a skirts alt? Um, obviously, I mean you see the name here. Mm. Yeah, yes. in, tr in truth, I'm um I'm Aegis Rainbow Heretic Sendent. How long did you work to come up with that name, or did someone make it for you? No, I just wrote it a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> See, this is why you have talent. You just write something, and it's great the first time. Yeah, I had this plan in 2019. Whenever someone would create like a new like username, I'd be like, hello, welcome to FemFic. If you have any uh, questions about Femboys, just ask me. Oh, man. That's like dipping into like the Descendant territory, where he would welcome every single person on FemFic. That's the joke. Well, I'm just going to move right on. I'm a funny person, I swear. Number two. Hey, before you go, before you go on, just to be clear, because it sounds like we all need it, 
what's that thing that girls wear on on their asses and pussies to keep them covered? G strings. No, no, I I I'm asking skirts. What's what is it called? Uh, panty liners. Sure, you know what? Close enough. Drinking. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like pencil needed that. Number two, what in your opinion makes a good party? What in my opinion makes a good party? Um, lots of Dr. Pepper, I guess. Why Dr. Pepper over other colas? I got into it in like um, 1999, I think. I was uh, spending night at a friend's house and they had Dr. Pepper. And it was like the first time I ever drank it. And I think within an hour I was dressing as clothes, dancing around. I don't know. It's just like I was do, getting into fan fiction at that time, and suddenly, like the caffeinated taste of it, sort of became my muse, so to speak. Like I just chug a bunch of that, and then I can write shit, and so it stuck. And ever since then, I've been quite horribly addicted. What? I mean, obviously caffeine, mm -hmm. but what about it is so addictive? What makes you come crawling back to it? I don't know. I guess it's like a placebo thing. Um, I mean, I'm waiting every year. You know, people have like their uh, uh their new year's like resolution stuff every year pops around I'm like this is the year this is the year i get the stones and it still hasn't happened obviously yeah. what keeps them around is the 23 mystery flavors precisely was, now i don't have the picture on hand i i was that the tim carrey movie 23 or was that something else uh no idea i i remember that movie though wish I didn't. Thanks for that. I wish I, I wish I had um, the image lying around, but once upon a time concerning Dr. Pepper, you posted an image of what I believe is just a corner of your flat, just covered in empty. Oh, yeah. That was, I think, that was 90, I think it was 90, 90, God, I'm showing my age. That was 2018, I think, or um, 2017. I was, um, I, I had one of my multiple hiatuses from Australia, and I would need to get back to Utan, which was like, um, I think, book eight. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I told myself I would not <laughs> put my cans of Dr. Pepper into the recycling until I finished the portion I needed to upload again. I was actually writing the entire climax. So I just kept stacking them and stacking them. And I like, you know, this is getting pretty Kaizo. And I started taking photos of it and stuff. And so finally, I like, I got to make an event out of this. And so I have a made a YouTube video um, where uh, I got the recycling bin and I filmed myself with a phone putting all the bottles into it. And I had um, Swan Song, who was a really cool uh, marsupial. I had him like uh, do like a video, some music of it and I, I wonder if I could find it. It's in a blog somewhere, but moving on, I suppose. All right, moving right along. Uh, Limonine is up next. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, uh, do you have a secret interest in explosions too? Uh, so the whole short skirts and explosions thing starts back to um, when I was in college around 2005 to 2007. And when I was taking um, various uh, writing classes, like writing one-on-one creative writing and stuff, I had this habit of... Um, if a story I thought really sucked ass at the end, I would just write down needs more short skirts and explosions. And, and then I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. And that's why I became my pen name eventually. Nice. Uh, now that Go ahead. And then you chose Chung Lee as your avatar to go along with that. 
Well, I always loved that image where it was like the um, combination of like a hentai pic and the Mega Milk uh, meme woman. Someone combined it into like the Chun Li image, and it's just it's just like the most Kaizo looking pic ever. And so I just stuck I stuck with that. I wanted to make that my avatar. The longest time we did. I prefer Cammy. You keep using the phrase Kaizo, and that's a mm-hmm. reference to the Kaizo Mario world, I'm assuming. Sure, if you want to believe that. Now I don't actually know. Well, Shit. What's the secret? Hmm? What is the secret? What does it really mean? Uh, the secret can be found at a place called Victoria's where you can buy panties. God damn it! Okay! I needed that drink. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of panties, sure. Oh my god, we have all of the sailors here. Which mm-hmm. one is your favorite? So I never actually followed the show much. It just didn't really translate to me. Um, but I guess in hindsight, I'll just say Sailor Mercury because I think if I got like a fan art of Felicity, uh, Flash would look the most like Mercury. So I'll just go with that. You know what? Yeah, I see it. Mer- Mercury is that the blue-haired one? Uh, I hope so. Or is that the one who has, who's cousins? They're both cousins. No, that's, um, I learned about that. I learned about the cousin thing recently. Um, no, I think so. I think that's the two on the left. Hair. Oh. She's the nerdy one who does all the tech stuff and creates bubbles. Sure. Speaking I have to of... know a lot about this. Sorry. No, it's all good. Speaking of bubbles, it's time for the mind bubbles. There's a segue here. We have a question from the other other guy who asks, how does this picture make you feel? Well, the acorns at the bottom are reminding me of my last trip to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Was it because you saw nuts in there? Something like that. Oh, God. Why is this? Okay. (laughs) I like the fact that you can open up your Easter egg and inside is like a, a pony fetus. Why do you like this idea? Like, I'm confused. That I don't like. About to say, like, it looks like it looks like a hybrid between like a changeling and a pony. Like, if, if a changeling and a pony have have a baby, like that's what happens. Or if a naked looks, mole rat became a pony. It looks Maybe. like it's it looks like it's in Men in Black, and it's saying Orion Star Belt. Actually, I. I can't not see Rufus from Kim Possible like turned into a pony now. You're welcome. Happy to help. I'm sorry I've ruined everything. <laughs> All right. Not enough coffees up next. Number one, how are you today? I am made of mostly water and carbon. Factually true. Number two, tea or coffee? Don't really have an appreciation of either. Tea parties are one thing, but you have to have the tea to get there, and I don't know. I've never actually had coffee in my entire life. You've never had coffee? Yeah, I'm not a fan of guzzling warm liquids. Fair enough. I mean, there are cold brews. Cold but... coffee, like iced coffee and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, huh. get, I have a source of my caffeine. Fair enough. Dr. Pepper it is. Number three. Would you help defend Thingpone from one flamey boy? Yeah, fuck you too! Oh. Whoa. Whoa. He says why well, already falls deep in Thingbone. That's no! That's 
Oh, Depends right. on how it looks in a corset. <laughs> you know what? I think Ping Pong would put on a pretty corset for you. She, oh, she just looks at you, starts vibrating, and then starts peeling like a banana before a new form that's skinnier appears. What the shit is wrong with you? Why Why are you like this, Enigma? Like, that's why how, do you exist? That is how Think Pwn do. Alright, it's time for everyone's favorite time of the cast. Enigma reads hard words. Enigma read our conscious questions. Oh, God. Uh, give me a second, I'm scrolling. Pay attention. He stay, stay with it. I was eating. Well, fuck you. You don't get to eat. Don't you know this by now? You're not a real person. I'm, I'm locked in the basement for like months at a time. You guys only throw me like one piece of... I don't see Arcotics. Where is he? I there earned is. my right to get out of the closet. It's it's right underneath not enough coffee. Adam, my phantom. Have you kicked the pepper habit yet? Uh, according to the previous conversation, I say that I haven't. I, um, I pretty much have like a thousand milliliters a day. You just inject it straight into your veins. I get it. I might as well at this point. Do you have a favorite bean? I eat black beans and rice is pretty good, but generally speaking, I try to avoid beans. I always think about that scene from Blazing Saddles. Oh, the correct, answer, the correct answer is jelly beans. Oh, okay. Donkeys, yes or yes? Knack two, baby. Knack two, baby. That's so witty. The reference, I get it. She's have... excited we got a reference. This is a chicken leg. I haven't gotten any big words for, Mig for Enigma to read this week. No, I tell a lie. Where would you best be able to find Celesium, Francolithium, Rexolithium, Doroxide, Doroxide, Doroxy? I don't know why you want to. Here they do nothing for the COVID glows. To be fair, Enigma, I don't think I could read that first try. I read it perfectly. I no, say so. No, you're wrong. No. You My favorite was always the Encyclomen Actionariography. It was the, uh, that was the hint book for the um, Island of Dr. Brain, I think. My favorite was always Rexacora Falfatoris. Well, you we do like the dragon tits, so that explains that. <laughs> and now, Flint, if you'd like, go ahead and take Moosetasm. Yes. All right. Moving on to Moose Tasm, who says, asking questions and keeping pantyhose on, who, moves, who then moves on. Yeah, who then moves on to one Equestria vacation spot to let your skirt out or permanent residence to permanently hang your well, skirt. Because points are the size of cats, I wouldn't wear a skirt around them, or else they could look up and see that which implodes. Right, but would you be opposed to that? Mm, kinda. Really? Hmm. Alright then. You win this time. Two. You must replace one piece of historical artwork to include paintings, statues, literature, etc. with a piece of your own. What do you replace with what? And how is history irrevocably altered when you introduce a people like the ancient Greeks to Femboy Flash Century? 
Uh, you remember, like, um, I think somebody erected these big-ass, like, stone slabs, kind of like um, Stonehenge, and they etched in, like, some sort of message for the future in multiple languages. I would like oh, to do that yeah. with, the, like, the entirety of Flash Sissy and uh, replace all the Confederate monuments with that. Mm. Return the slab. Or sure. suffer my curse. What's your offer? Wow, the slab, that bitch. Really, that was unusually quick for us. I'll say. That's not the first time I've ever said that. And now that's okay. God damn it. In, indeed. Uh, yes. And finally, number three. If you were the very model of a modern major general, would you have information primarily animal, vegetable, mineral, skirt, dress, or explosion? I would like to take the physical challenge. Mm. Uh, can I have a lifeline, Regis? Oops, sorry. Can I Wait, oh, God! He just died today! Maybe he did, actually. What? Not with that head. God fucking damn it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. oh god. Uh, well, I'm going to another circle of hell for that. Oh, uh, uh, you'll have company. Up yeah. next, we have the Glim Master, which has replaced their really wonderful, like, glimmer picture with absolute trash. Who the fuck would do that? Look, guys, I'm Flutter Priest. Cadence, Cadence, Cadence. If you have the movie reference, you're in a free hug from me. Number one, oh, is your... God damn it, Enigma. Is your favorite movie director Michael Bay because of the explosions? I prefer Roland Emmerich when it comes to explosions. Forgive me. What What has he done? ID4. Oh. Shower! Yes, yes, the show, 24. I've never seen 24. No, I it's... said ID4. Though no. I, I, oh. I'm dumb. <sighs> Swing and a miss. Number two, life off what? Not me, that's for damn sure. <laughs> Number three, if you had to make a story based off in one, based off in one of the bar cast members, who would you choose and what premise would you put him or her on it? I would say that uh, Enigma is prime feminization bait. So there you go. Well, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> it happened once already. Pencil, pencil. Did Precisely. It. See, it's like revisiting themes. It's a motif as it were. I forget. Did we show you the picture? That, that you did, sweetheart. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as we dragged you up, we, we sent skirts pictures because we knew it'd be great what a drag i am i am not, I am not my type it's okay i'm not my type either just to see that wow number four i see your avatar is chumley so i assume you like street fighter if so please explain to me why dan hibiki is the strongest street fighter character of all time and why should be we should be afraid of his legendary taunt move um, I remember there's a comic once. Uh, it was a Sakura comic from um, Udon Productions, I think. Really cool, like um, syndicated, like uh, production company. And at the end, there's a moment where um, Dan tries to do uh, was it the Raging Demon, but he like trips on a rock and falls down on his face, and then like Sakura beats the crap out of him. Um, as for Chun Li, I liked her ever since like before my balls dropped. So she's part of the Holy Trinity, which is now a quaternity. A quaternity. Yeah, I was not aware of this. Who's the Quatrinity now? Uh, that would be Chun Li, Belle, Supergirl, and Cinderella. 
Nice. I prefer Cammy because he's got them legs. As Photoshop might say, I'm to lick water off those abs. Oh my god! Why? Why nice? On real talk, Cammy, Cammy started my uh, love for fit girls. Like really. Oh. Yeah, I, I can agree with with Fred <laughs> there. Not a, not a, no, no shame there. You can't achieve erection unless someone shouts cannon strike. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. That nice. wasn't facing her. That's for sure. Number nice. five. Time for a philosophical question. Some say ghosts are the souls of those who have died. However, what if that is not the case? Instead, ghosts are actually the ultimate beings. This being so powerful that the destruction of time and space, the whole universe doesn't affect them. Basically, when you die, you become the ultimate being in life. Does this is a good explanation to the existence of ghosts? Isn't this the plot to Pulse? I... Pulse? Yeah. I'm not familiar. Maybe I'm too young. Probably. Anyways, I remember one Zappinator had a really cool title for a fic called Afterlife Crisis, and I've always wondered like how that could be written. But beyond that, I just don't believe in ghosts. Fair enough. I also, mean, ghosts. Ghosts are is, just what ghosts are just what happen when your life lags. Ghosts doesn't realize you died. Ghosts are just the ghosts are just the precum of hell. I'm honestly waiting for anything but Victorian age ghosts. I want like modern millennial ghosts. You want somebody screaming like Britney Spears in your ear at 3 a.m. to wake you up, don't you, Flam? No, no, you're going to be sleeping and you're just going to hear. No, I, I want to wake up and see someone fucking doing the floss at the end of my bed. Like, no, no. Oh you're, 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 you're Why be... millennials did the floss? You are thinking. Or Zoomers. The... I don't fucking know, they're dude. The like, you're going gonna... to be sleeping and you wake up in the middle of the night because you hear someone saying, Where are the beans? Yeah. Beans. Yeah, they're while sitting there drinking. holding their Starbucks coffee with their trendy hat and their ugly sunglasses and God knows what else they're fucking wearing. You know what's the only uh, thing better than ghosts? What? Ghosts wearing panties. You're welcome. Damn. Hey. <laughs> hey. Also, hey. Pulse, Pulse looks it, like the best Wes Craven film that I've never seen. I I have to ask, if a ghost is wearing panties, are they see-through? No, that's, that ruins it. Damn, okay, was curious. Is that like like Invisigirl? Like like the clothes jokes from the bad Fantastic Four? I'm gonna shut up and move on because I think Good. I have my foot in my mouth. Good job, please move on. Uh Mugany is up next. Why quaff mice? Feminism. Yes. Who's your favorite <laughs> Star Wars villain? Darth Doth Vader or Darth Maul? I say the fans. The fans. The fans are the best villain. <laughs> I mean, that's true with a lot of fandoms. Yeah, there's a lot of truth to that. And I'll just, just leave it at that. Fucking yeah. zing. Got him. If every Disney princess, if every Disney princess was to get into a fight, no powers or anything, who do you think would win? I would love to answer that question, but you skipped a bunch. I'm so fucking stupid right now. Okay. Your voice sounds a little... God damn it. Your voice sounds a little scratchy. Doth... Want a doth drop? 
No, because I'm a dostard. <laughs> Are you okay with having a big titty doth girlfriend? <laughs> Only she's working at doth IHOP. Ah, ah. I'm having the best day! <laughs> How doth day? Doris. Okay, now it's time see, for Captain see, I, I get that joke, and I don't think anyone else in this chat did, because I don't know, I don't think anyone else in this chat knows who the fuck Doris Day is. I think I have a decade over all of you. Uh, not Probably not over me, but I am the well, oldest. We won't go into that, we won't go yeah, into that. Yeah, we won't, we won't go into that, but no, I know who fucking Doris Day is, I'll put it that way. Captain, Captain Unstoppable is up next, our dear friend. Um, have you been to Disney as of late? I most certainly have not. And if you want to talk about political stuff, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> totally. Yes, please. Let's not do that. Thank you. In a more lighter tone about Disney, how many hidden Mickeys have you found? Or are they just a conspiracy? No, they, they, they truly exist. And I'm sure everyone's found them. Um, you know, the, here's the trivia party question, uh, the trivia thing. The, the biggest, like, uh, the biggest hidden Mickey technically doesn't exist anymore, but it's in Hollywood studios. If you look at like uh, helicopter shots from like the nineties, um, it, the part of like the, um, Derby, um, restaurant and like the central promenade and like the area leading up to the Chinese theater makes the Mickey Mouse ears. Wow. Huh. Just walking along down there and then you hear, this looks like a good spot to find some ingredients. Oh, that's a Kingdom Hearts reference. I'm kind of mad at you. Mm -hmm. You're photographing stormtroopers, and you're like, my mouth tastes like bubonic plague, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Do you even remember meeting me at Disney when I used to work there? Yeah, and I feel bad uh, for the poor bastard. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but he like messaged me or something about like, uh, oh, we can meet next time you're there because I had the habit of like blogging, like I'm going to Disney tomorrow. I have no life. And um, he, I showed up one day, and he was basically working the monorail um, uh, entry uh, area at the terminal at the transportation ticket center. And I, I don't think there was any plan or anything. I just kind of stand around there like a, like a fidgety neck beard and sort of like, well, see ya. <laughs> and poor dude. He's just doing his job. Monorail. Monorail. Enigma, what is with you trying to make references out of everything today? What is, what is going on? Does your mind have an original thought or is it just full of stupid? I don't, I don't understand how you're still able to breathe without being told to do so by some sort of like pop culture media. He made Fox. love to Seth MacFarlane last night. <laughs> See, I, I have this headcanon right now that Enigma feels threatened by Skirts' big reference energy. And so like he's trying to like like peacock assert his authority over the Barcast <laughs> area for referential humor. Except like his fan, his peacock fan, is just like a big dick and not a fan. We're not a fan of your dick. I didn't that was it. a joke. All right. That that would imply that Enigma has, you know, a human penis instead of just a little nubbin. So we'll we'll just leave it at that. Ricardo Pequeno. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the next, wow, a little bit of deja vu here. Um, if every Disney princess was to get into a fight, no powers or anything, who do you think would win? 
So I'm reminded of a webcomic where it's like Goku versus Superman. And it has like Goku and Superman like glaring at each other like you're about to fight. And the next panel is like, oh, Goku, buddy, I can never punch you. It's like, oh, let's go have a drink, Superman. It'd be the same thing. They just hug it out and someone take photos of it and send them all to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ralph saves the internet. You know, it's art. Yeah, yeah. Favorite country at Epcot? That'd be in Mexico because it's air conditioned and smells like chlorine. Totally fair. Second favorite would be Canada because I like the Martin Short experience. I I can't say I was aware of that one last time I went. I I know I spent a long time over in um, Japan because they had uh, Taiko drummers, and I was like, "This is this is everything I wanted in life." And it sounds it was like so a personal cool. problem. Uh, um, baby. Maybe yeah. do, you, do you actually think there's a Martin Short experience in Epcot? No, I don't know anymore. Was it a reference? I feel stupid. It's, it's okay, honey. It's okay. <sighs> who is the hottest Disney princess and who is the hottest Disney prince? Um, neither, because I'm self-sexual. I can only make love when I'm in the room. Hmm. Would you rather fuck a Disney princess or an Equestria princess? Oh, I I gave the wrong answer. Uh, what was the first one? <laughs> who's the hottest Disney princess and who's the hottest Disney prince? Oh, the answer to both of that is you, Flutter Priest. Depends on Anonymous Pencil's mood in the next couple of days. <laughs> Yay! I'm gonna be a woman! And I hope she takes well... pictures. I think vaginas are gross and slimy, so you have fun with that, Priest Dubai. Check with them. You got everything you wanted, Priest, but at what cost? Hey, I about tree, about tree fitty. <laughs> <laughs> RK Striker JK5 is up next. What is the first television show you remember seeing? That's a hard one. I basically grew up on television. Um, some of my some of my earliest memories ever, probably age two or something, at like the duplex that we first lived in. My mom turning on the TV and saying, "Ooh, dinosaurs!" and it was some clay motion thing from the eighties. Um, I also have a memory of my mom carrying, like, in my mom's arms. She's holding me, and and I'm like turning off the television per instructions. Like, good job, that kind of shit. Um, but I grew up on like uh, tons of Disney because I think. There's like this one month in the 80s where the family um, did a trial of like the Disney Channel and just recorded all sorts of shit on VHS. And that became like, you know, what we would watch repeatedly uh, during our childhood. Um, other than that, uh, as a young conservative religious individual, I grew up with Gospel Bill. There's a reach of a reference if anybody <laughs> can, can relate to that. Um sure. <laughs> that's 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 fun conversations for a non-podcast time yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and as growing up um i think nick and knight was a way for families to come together because you could watch like uh, shit from the 50s and 60s that like um my parents were weaned on and sort of like glean on what entertained them and so beverly hillbillies dick van dyke yeah you know, so that, that was that was broadcasted later um but yeah that too i suppose All right. If different than that, what's the first television show you remember seeing and liking? 
Um, I mean, I've always been a big Star Trek person. So um, I, when, I, when I discovered that Star Trek Next Generation was a syndicated thing that we'd be showing every weekday, I just I became hooked. I mean, got grandfathered into it and became like one of the staples of my life. Yes. Who's best captain? Um, so I've always been a Picard fan. Uh, but lately, after having been um, marathoning uh, Deep Space Nine with Scampi uh, via Netflix, I'm getting I'm warming up to Cisco a lot more than I used to, you know. But generally speaking, it's typically um, Picard and then Janeway, Cisco, and probably Archer and Shatner. I don't have a lot of love for uh, Kirk, unfortunately. Um, I think he's okay. Just I felt like ever since then, as Star Trek expanded its horizons, they made more interesting protagonists. I would agree with that. And also, I don't think Kirk is a particularly good captain. Particularly what? Sorry? I don't think he's a particularly good captain. Fair. I would agree with that. I I I had just this really dumb headcanon um, with uh, Next Generation where just Riker gets progressively dumber the longer his beard is. Works. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've I've actually gone through and watched it with this theory. It works. But we'll just have to see. Uh, up next, skirts dead. Oh, pencils dead. Do you like short skirts and a long jacket? So the reason that triggers me is that when I play Overwatch, and I play Overwatch a lot, my um, gameplay, my gamer name is um, short skirts, and it's like the one thing everyone says. And as soon as the match starts, it's like, do you like long jackets? Oh, my God. Snork, snorkel. I'm like, I prefer ball guns. Thank you. What about a long, long man? I've seen that. I know the reference. <laughs> and you get, I know that they get together at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mer, uh, Marula is up next. Says, Lemur Party here. We bring the hams. Not I'll take sure. the word for it. Now we're off to Kalani Tides. Who asks, best ship and worst ship? So over the last couple of years, I've been really warming up to the idea of flash pie, which I think is something that needs to be written a lot more. And that's outside of like the realm of pink skirtsy and stuff. Um, I just think it's an interesting contrast to have flash century and um, Pinkie Pie like ship together. Um, but I think in my heart of hearts that my favorite ship of all is probably Sisset. Um, again, of course, your girls. I mean, there are a lot of people like, what? Not Apple Dash? And it's like, eh, yeah, but that was kind of like the first half of the skirts. Now it's besides when it becomes canon it's like no longer interesting right uh-huh yeah <laughs> but but also like Sisset, i mean it's all but canon like there's no way they're not teasing that in the show i would argue that rare jack is more canon than Sisset. you're telling that. me that Sisset aren't you know off to the side making chemistry I mean, they do in my fanfics, but um, you know, I, I think taking the show at like um, at face value, I think they're just really good friends. I think there's a lot to um, explain about Sunset's motivations and um, and looking after um, Sai Twi because of uh, the fact that the Princess Twilight mentored her and she's trying to um, make a positive impact in the world and be sort of like a paragon of friendship. It doesn't have to be shipping. I mean, it's fun. Shipping is fun, God knows, but for like the sake of like literary merit, it doesn't have to be, you know? Yeah. Then, um... let's 
see. Uh, next question. I'm, I'm debating a little bit because we kind of went over your Yeah, name. we did. We kind of did. So, uh, how does having a top 20 on film fiction story feel? Does it ever affect your other works, your, your headspace, or does it make other people expect things from your writing? This is going to sound very vain and kind of dense, but I don't know what they're referring to. What, what's in the top 20 of mine? Hmm. Um, maybe background pony. It could also be numbers don't lie. That got a lot of hits. And then there's um there's Jack. End up well no, no, that doesn't have enough votes to make a top twenty, I don't think. I'm thinking like statistics, you know, and I, I don't know which one. If it's background pony, I mean that I've been living in the shadow of that ever since that finished, but then I also kind of hit a new phase when that was done. I'm like there's like there's phases to my the whole skirts phenomenon if you want to call it that and like 2011 through 2013 was like the depressive try hard emo skirts and and after that i just kind of like fuck it i just want to write whatever i want and then i found my true calling which is adventure yarns um uh like shit posts and a lot of feminization smut stories and and i haven't looked back as hard as i could so this may be an incredibly dumb question but like as as a writer who's like dealing with with kind of writer stuff, and I and a, the large majority of our audience is is writing. Mm -hmm. Are you happy with where you're at writing, like stories? Like, I'm better uh, than I was uh, months ago. Um, this, I mean, this has been a tough year for everyone, right? But um, at the same time, between having some extra free time and uh, wanting to get my mind off of stuff, I finally decided now is. The, best time to get back to Australia, which was on hiatus for two years. Uh, <clears throat> and um, going back to that and finding a new pace, like I'm not 100% writing every day. I'm trying to, but I've sort of, I'm pacing myself uh, differently than I used to be. And I'm telling myself like, okay, so I do like a chapter of Wolf of at least once a week. And we're talking like maybe 6,000 to 8,000 word chapters. Um, and then in between I'll work on something else and have a time, have a day off and just kind of chill. And it seems that almost entirely people have received my return to Australia very positively, which is nice and encouraging. Um, and even when I was planning on making a return, when I was reading up on like the comments and stuff that people left, I could just tell that everyone really loved and appreciated the story. It, even without ego attacked, it, attached, it just seemed like a good time to give people what they want, do something positive and, and try to like bring the community, at least a niche of the community back together. So I feel like I'm accomplishing that. Am I accomplishing it as quickly as I want to? No, but I'm not feeling pressure to as well. It's like the polar opposite of where I was in 2015, where I was writing three dailies. <laughs> like I'm talking like maybe 3000 to 5,000 words every day at three different stories and losing my fucking mind. I mean, it kind of felt cool doing that, but eventually the, um, style of uh, writing daily just to write and upload daily was hurting the narrative and it, it's easily seen in the earlier half of um Ofarodi, which is the latest australia book it's really suffers for me just writing for the fuck of it to get something out without really trying to keep a good structure to the plot but now i'm actually writing at a at a leisurely pace and i'm longing to write other stuff in between um and i feel really chill and uh, that's the real, only real, no offense to y'all and stuff, but that's kind of the only reason I'm on the podcast now because um, 
Milk, bless his heart, he um has asked me a lot of times over the last couple of years, like, hey, we'd love to have you, you know, we, we really appreciate you and stuff, and it'd be cool to have you on the podcast again. And I was like, thank you, I would like to, but I don't feel like I'm ready. And I felt this year that I'm finally ready, that's why I'm here. No, and I think that's totally fair. Like, that's that's totally fair. I feel like it's, it, it there's such an unseen mental health element when it comes to writing stories on the site. And when, when you're not fully in it or you feel like there's something distracting you or holding you back, it can be hard to kind of immerse yourselves in that narrative and figure out why you're doing it. And I'm just, dude, I'm just so happy that you're writing for you. And you, you got to give me some sweet tips so I can figure out how to do that. Well, I've always kind of written for me, um, but then again, I also would put a lot of undo like mental pressure on myself and stuff and so eventually i crashed and then i had the hiatus and a lot of years where i wasn't doing a whole lot and now i'm back but i'm back at a pace that my semi-boomer self can handle now you know <laughs> yeah 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 and avoiding burnout is extremely important mm -hmm. i mean it's going to happen regardless and you have to accept that fact but you can also accept the fact that you come back from it mm -hmm. from the ashes like trixie Okay. I was going to say more like Sunset Shimmer, but all right. More like Diamond Dogs. Up oh, next segue. Ha! I made it work. Oh, I'm so sad. Can you do a Diamond Dog impression? What are the what are some of the things they say? Um gems. Uh, ah, pony gems. Does that sound like how they say it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Very nice. Debbie is up next and has, my goodness, so many questions. Apparently. Such gift, such such rainbow dash. Such so that whole uh, gift thing that you're seeing there, or GIF if you're of the inclination, is what um, the noble jury uh, chats, or specifically Lemur Cave, will upload to the main uh, communication channel whenever a new person joins, and they're very keen on doing that on a consistent basis. The reason for the exclamation point quote Epcot is because that what triggers the bot, which we named Epcot, reference to the OC and uh, Apple Dashery to uh, to link those images. Oh, nice. Which is a big Noble Jury reference. Yay. Gotta love you, Noble Jury crew. With that out of the way, crossed out is, um, read any good books lately? No, I haven't read much of anything lately unless you count some Preliminary tour by Shallow Fifteen, which is an interesting um, world-building erotica work in the world of Realm of the Crusher Girls, which is pretty pretty cool. Interesting. I I'm gonna have to actually like come back and, and grab that as a suggestion. Um, how is your listening through Cramit Twenty Twenty coming along? So a couple of um, weeks ago, I created a blog saying, I need more music, like a whore. I'm like, give me more music. Just, you know, shove it down my panties. There you go. Uh, and I, I just wanted, like, new samples of music to kind of, like, get into. Um, and so people sent me, like, enough to make, like, a 400-song playlist. It's, it's more than I could have asked for. And I have to admit, I've not been listening to it every single day, but I did sort of create, a um, like, a playlist called King Crammed, which is, like, a compilation of the ones that I've listened to. I'm like, oh, this is all right. So I could listen to them again and hopefully maybe zero in and make my own playlist that could define the time or something. I don't know. Um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of random shit on that suggestion list for sure. And is there's anything I've learned is that I 
do not like Frank Zappa. I'm sure there are people who do, but holy fuck, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus, Frank! <laughs> get your shit together! Just play the right notes! I, I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> My earballs. Ow. Um, the next question... Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to hurt me with this, aren't you? You're going to mm -hmm. hurt me. Our friendship is going to be torn apart, Skirts. Oh, this one. What are your feelings about the sweet, magic, fast, posh, fun, cute pony life? I actually have not seen a single episode. Um, but then again, I've not seen half the episodes of Season 9 of Friendship and Magic. I guess I'm saving them for a really flaccid day. Um, I mean... I guess I can describe myself as casually ambivalent. It looks cute, and more pony is better than no pony, and you know, I'd rather not just add to the garbage pile and complain about it, but yeah, it's a good excuse to annoy the fuck out of you, Priest. It's true. It's so true. There's this motherfucker over here lures me in with amazing Fluttershy fan art, and I'm like, yeah, today's the day. It's like, you're like, this is awesome. You're adorable. Like, this is sweet. Sweet. Thanks, Skirts. How are you? And then sends me Nice. It's like, Don't blame me. Blame Hasbro. Fucking milk, I see you. Fuck off. <laughs> this is where you laugh. All right. Which chapter is, quote unquote, the best thing you've ever written in your whole life? I feel like I... I feel like I've explained this on a previous podcast before, so I'll make it short. It's um, chapter 259 of Apple Dashery, and the name of the chapter is called Miracle Breakfast. It's a weird sitcom-like sitcom situation where Rainbow Dash is having to convince Photo Finish that she's a duchess of a foreign land so that she can room with her and like somehow sneak into her vault to get like a broken piece of Discord. It's a long fucking train wreck of an effect. But in the middle of this arc, she's sitting at the d breakfast table with Photo Finish and her two children, who two cults, both named Hans, Hans and Hans, um, and they're watching a projection of, like a, a recording of when Photo Finish uh, gave birth to both Hanses in like a horse trough, surrounded by her friends. What the fuck? <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's based on a. Um, <laughs> this is based on something I heard on a local college radio um, radio program. I was like in line at the bank to do a deposit for where I work, and there's this woman. It's like college radio. They have like amateur hour. Like every hour, someone comes on and has like their own show, and they have like a slot for like two semesters or something. And this young woman, probably 24, 25, very modern and new age and stuff, and she's with her kid who's probably age four on this radio program and talking about how that morning they were watching footage of her being a kid being born and having stereo while watching it. <laughs> and I just mixed that with like uh, shit I've learned online about people who actually give birth underwater. And there's like this photo on the, like a cursed image photo of like a family and a jacuzzi that's just blood red with like this baby in her arms. That's with the umbilical cord still attached. I'm like, I got to make a fanfic reference to that and so it's rainbow dash trying to hold her breakfast in with these two like uh, nazi youth children cults <laughs> watching this <laughs> projection uh photo finish like screaming her head off like yoko ono it's whoa uh yeah and then she and you know, <laughs> photo finish is like explaining it all in like this thick phonetic german accent it's i just love it <laughs> what the See, fuck did i just hear <laughs> I the next question because 
the next question is you keep saying that nobody reads Apple Dashery. Uh-huh. And, and, and clearly, like this is an example of why. Because Apple, it should yeah. be put in there. You would have thought someone would come to you and be like, Skirts, man, are you okay? Like Ap you Apple Dashery is that thick that like 30 years after the fact there would be like a cult following. If there's like a fan like a pony fanfic equivalent of um of uh, Rick and Morty, people like Rick and Morty sucks. Did you ever read Apple Dashery? It was released 20 years ago, but nobody gave a shit about it. And then people were like, oh wow, and they make new memes about this thing that they never read before. That's how I feel about Apple Dashery. It was a horrible train wreck that I wrote on the side while also doing Australia because I needed like some some other way to vent this weird amalgamam of like concepts that had no point fitting in any other fanfic. And it is such a train wreck. I mean, that's kind of the joke is that it's so bad that it sort of makes you want to read it. And there have been, and despite the joke and nobody reads Apple Dashery, I have met people only because they read it. Intricate Disguise discovered me and I think fan fiction by reading Apple Dashery from what he just told me. Um, wow. And there are people at the Noble Jury who love the fic as well, but I abandoned it a long time ago. And unlike Australia, I A, don't really have the energy to go back to it and B, I've forgotten a lot of the things that are supposed to happen because I didn't keep notes when I was writing it. It's the first fic to reach a thousand chapters, and I discovered it was the limit. I'm like, well, fuck, what do I do now? So I had to uh, delete the last ten chapters, compile them, and create like a new ending to it. Uh, it's just, oh my god. And I made a volume two that went nowhere, and yeah, I'm sure and I, if we – if if it's like the football in the future, we all get to live forever. Yeah, I return back to the fic and continue it. But right now, it's not in the top of the list. Apple Dasher's bizarre adventure. Essentially, and like fucking Christ, it's so. <laughs> I could miss. I've spent a whole podcast talking about it, but because nobody wants to do that, I say nobody reads Apple Dashery and finito. You know. Hey, milk could be all over that. Uh, but yeah? the oh, question yeah. specifically is: Haven't you read Apple Dashery? Well, that's the thing. It's such. It's such a base, stupid thing that I've like barely even gone back to reread the chapter that I've written. And this is something that I experience a lot myself. Toot my own horn with all the fucking words I've written all throughout the last 20 years. Um, even back in 2004 when I was writing um, These Like Guys, a Teen Titans fanfic, I, that, that was like about 2.7 million words long over the course of like a year and a half. I would barely ever go back and reread any of the stuff. So when I eventually did, and this happens to Apple Dashery as well, I laugh, my, I laugh my ass off because I don't remember having written most of that stuff because I just wrote it, uploaded it, and never went, went back. So it's like a weird phenomenon where like, I feel like I'm reading somebody else's story, you know? I've been there, especially when like I was putting together stories for the book that I sold at BronyCon where it's just like, I haven't read these stories in fucking three, four years. And I'm like, holy shit. This this writer's got some spunk. Who are they? Oh, fuck, it's me. And since we're on the topic of hindsight, maybe now is a good time to uh, plug in the sanctuary thingy. It's, Thank you. it's I was, true. I was waiting to get an edge and to tell Priest that we were missing this because this lovely person that you're reading the questions of posted like 17 questions, so we're not going to get to all of them. I love edging. Meanwhile, I'll be RB. I got to drain the acorn. Do it. Uh, drain the acorn. Priest, yay. no. Hey, pencil. Hey, what? Did you know that we donate money to horses? Yes, I did know that. You did? Yeah. Well, I guess there's absolutely no reason for me to absolutely explain to you the things that you already know. But I'm going to do it anyway, because this is America. <laughs> Pick you up. Please finish this ad. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
I kind of hate myself right now, but okay. So we we take money from Patreon. And we also take money from bits on Twitch. We also take money from ads on YouTube. And 100% of those proceeds go to horse rescue charities. We donate money to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary out in California, where we sponsor a horse by the name of Little Bit. We have a money-losing machine here. We don't make any money off this cast, nor do we ever intend to. But if you would like to help us say that we've been able to raise over $700, thanks to your guys' collaborated efforts last year, for Little Bit, please consider donating. Also, if you don't feel comfortable donating to some random jerks on the internet that run a horse podcast, please consider donating to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary directly. If you'd like to give us bits in a very free way on Twitter, I can do this part. I can do this part. This is the part I do, Priest. Go ahead, Pencil. Thank you. If you'd like to donate bits to us rather than actual money, you can do so. Click the tiny diamond in the lower right-hand side of the chat. You click the diamond. Y'all watch an ad, you get bits, you take the bits, you donate them to us, and the bits translate into real world money for us. At the end of the chat, we at the end of the cast, we will read out loud our top donators. Right now our top donator is Nugget with 100 bits. See if you can, guys can do it. All of the money goes to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. We do not keep any of it for ourselves. So awesome, please do so. Red Wings Horse Sanctuary is very special and I love them to death. <coughs> you know Anybody catch the piss stream? Nope, we didn't listen. Ah. We were doing good. Acorns exposed on stream. Oh, Bring the mic with me to the bathroom. What am I going to do? Oh, my God. I pantied her. What are going to do in the bathroom, Oni-chan? Marsupials will never be the same. I once wanted to write a Equestria Girls fanfic called um, Urinal Etiquette for Horsewomen. What the fuck? Um, okay. There's, there's going to be a Fuda story. Yes, good. No, I kind of love this. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can do a whole, like needlessly long write-up on like do you do you aim for like the little like urinal cake in the center or do you go like against the wall do you go like full dick on straight stream towards the wall so that way it makes that splashy sound or do you like pee like at an angle so that way it's like stealthy piss yeah you know i, I love that thing where like there's like that one pubic hair and you have to kind of like arc it like junk rat and sort of like aim it down into like the water Wait, fair like, enough like you're like you're playing pachinko with your piss. It's great. I I just hate when that fucking hair gets like tucked in underneath the hood, and it just like feels like you're you're like fishing lining your penis. Anyway, on to actual questions. Uh, edit number five or so. My carista, that's a word, wants to know what is the best hugging position. Um. <clears throat> That would be Amazon human Fluttershy spooning a petite Fimboy facing each other. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, that said, we are getting close to uh, running out of time for this okay. guy, guys. Chris, if we, what, what? Chris, read the what? I love you one. That was the one I was trying to try to get you to read. Oh, well, you said the last, okay. I love you, question mark. Can I pounce hug you when I see you? No, seriously, thank you for caring all those years. Sometimes I just tear up and wonder how life could be so real and overwhelmingly rich. And your stories are part of what make me feel that way. Thank you for bringing the noble jury together. Panties. Yay! Yay! Now then, a question from Breggles. 
How the hell have you managed to write so many words as your alt? And what do the names of your Rainbow Dash Head East stories mean, if anything? Answer, <clears throat> the answer for the first question is daily diarrhea. As for the um, <laughs> as for the, uh, the, the, the what the titles mean, now here's the thing. I, can, I tend to cheat a lot. Someone out there um, who may or may not be an Australian fact checker has created a wiki <laughs> for Australia, and sometimes I cheat and I actually go back to that. I always wondered if, like, you know, if, like, George Lucas, like, grows up to be 100 and he's like, fuck it, I'm doing a new sequel series. He's just going to wiki himself. Like, you know, what did I do if, like, Princess Leia's left tit and, like, goes on wiki to discover it? That being said, uh, Australia essentially means East Horse. Um, because the titles of the Australia series are typically butchered words from um, Old Norse that I looked up on an online dictionary and I would combine the two. So like Austra, Austra is like um, is East and, and Ao is horse. Like if you ever um, watch Lord of the Rings, Aomer is um, the Ao part is a reference to uh, horse, like horsewoman, I think is what that's supposed to mean. And I, I remember hearing that on one of the uh, Blu-ray documentaries. So I um, looked up like uh, Norse, dictionary shit and because of that elgin viro is somehow supposed to mean endurance burden i don't know this it sounds embarrassing but i don't know exactly what innovator and odajot mean but one of them is supposed to mean frantic companionship your ringer means disturbance ring uh your ferda means full yesterday i won't go into in and hooter because that's spoilers utan is beyond and i don't know if anyone's ever figured out what old roadie means but i remember that i um that i went on one of the norse dictionaries and i literally found the words for dark and dismal because it's a grim dark fucking book and so i was like <laughs> just dark dismal this is the yanks book uh to, to briefly interject aomer I, I always found this entertaining aomer is not horse woman um oh. it's horse famous horse famous i'm not, I'm not oh even kidding um, Eowyn is the female of Eomer's name. Oh, Eomer was uh, Carl Urban. That's right. Yeah, Eomer translates as horse famous. Great. So... <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, my God. <laughs> that when the horse fame hits too hard. So, like, for April 1st next year, everyone needs to have, like, Carl Urban from Lord of the Rings as their avatar. Oh, we'll make it happen. It's time. Remember this. Chat, remember this. Please. Please, thank you. It, it's not going to happen. <laughs> there was oh, once, right. a, there was once, a, there was once a Seattle's light where at the end it's like we're going to bring you the Bone Brony Con skirts and like man, everyone forgets about that. <laughs> well, what you wish for. I would have said no anyways. So whatever, I shouldn't bitch. Yeah, I heard they. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. Moving on <laughs> to a non pencil. Mm. Oh, a non pencil has questions. Please do. I think Go it would it. be. It, oh, you want me to? To, yes. No, okay. Love you. What doth file? Panties. What doth flies? Panties. What doth Eiffel? Panties. What doth leaf? Bloomers. Just kidding. Panties. Hey, pants. Who we drink now? I'm just gonna gently sip this scotch. Rip and sip. Priest, don't get drunk. You have things to do tomorrow in the morning. It's true. No hangover and vomit. I would be very angry at you. Please drink responsibly. No, I'm 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 still on my first class. I promise. Sure. Good. <clears throat> Up next, we have questions from Ice Star that Enigma will read. Okay. What is your favorite book? 
My, <clears throat> my favorite book is a separate piece by John Knowles, which unlike Catcher in the Rye, you don't find in Pockets of Assassins. Just kidding. Um, I'd say my favorite books are probably uh, On the Road by uh, Jack Kerouac, uh, Heart of Darkness by Joseph Conrad, big fan of House of Leaves, like uh, Mark Z, I can't pronounce his last name. No um, unlike everyone else in the universe, in this woke in the society we live in, I actually like, unironically like Ready Player One. Um, I think the, uh, the novel is great and the movie is actually pretty decent too, and really dig that. Um, I really enjoyed Neuromancer by William Gibson when I read that. Um, and since I've heard on Barcast that you all count graphic novels, I have to plug it in for Watchmen. Watchmen's great. My favorite book is The Very Hungry Chatterpillar. Did you say Chatterpillar? Chatterpillar. You said Chatterpillar. I said Caterpillar. Chatterpillar it is. Sir, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. What is the story you wish you had written? So this is a, this I could go on pedantically and philosophically about for an entire podcast, but long story short, there's a bunch of stuff I wish I had written, um, but never could because they are, they're all usually long form pieces of garbage or whatnot. Uh, one that the noble jury know about is Ponymonium, which is an idea I had to be the follow-up to End of Ponies. Not a sequel, but I, I had this vision that when I finished End of Ponies, <laughs> uh, I was going to write this story called Ponymonium, which uh, based on season two and three lore was going to be about uh, Twilight Sparkle being banished to the moon for a thousand years. Um, and it would be played out in this really long and sort of chronologically interwoven way between her coming back like Nightmare Moon did and then meeting the new um, main, like uh, elements of harmony and then her life on the moon as she like finds the uh, the resident like the denizens of the moon that like Luna left behind it was gonna be like a very long epic sad thing and so I find myself putting ponymonium as in pandemonium as a as a bat pony city and like various different pieces of fiction that I've written um, I always want to write a high story like Ocean's Eleven starring Trixie to explain how the elements of harmony from season one ended up in the Golden Oaks library at the beginning of season two. Instead of Discord moving them, I was thinking that like Trixie went on a heist to steal the elements of harmony, but things went south and she somehow just stuck it in the Golden Oaks library before leaving. It was going to be about her and her team and, and how she has like a character growth thing throughout it. Um, there's one I've always wanted to write that I consider like the best thing I've never written. Um, you, you all know Inner Light for Next Generation? Yes, I do. I do. So the I, yeah, the idea of like a character living out a a non-real, a fictitious, artificial life in a span of minutes. So I had this idea about um, some Deus Ex MacGuffin thingy causes Rainbow Dash to fall into a coma, like maybe some sort of like ever free monster sting or something. She tries to save some pony and she succeeds, but she takes the bullet, so to speak, and she's in a coma and she's going to die. That's not going to, there's no way to change that. Rainbow Dash is in a coma. She's going to die. But Princess Luna being the uh, dream walker is able to create a continuous dream that runs at like 10 times speed, kind of like in um, inception rules. So if you imagine like um, every minute, it's like a uh, day, uh, like every minute in real life is like a day to app to a, to a rainbow dash. Um, and so Princess Luna is like, okay, she's going to die, but I can simulate for her the rest of her life. You, her best friends, let's all come together and design the rest of Rainbow Dash's life. And, and it's like the sort of 
long, melancholic kind of drag out exploration of what does it mean to um, be there for your friend and be loyal and like, would you make a perfect life for them or would you actually instill like moments of tragedy so that they can have a catharsis at the end of it and stuff? Um, there's just going to be kind of another, another one of those searching existential things. And there's still that story I owe you with the... We talked about this, like, I don't know, a year ago, Tempest, uh, Tempest has a thing for Flash Magnus and Twilight has a thing for Tempest. Sure. And they get pregnant because they handhold at the end. Are you sure you weren't, like, talking to Super Trampoline? I was talking to you! <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Enigma, ask the next question. If you could sue the inners of, of anyone in the world, who would it be? Probably Orson Welles. He had a lot to spare. Probably a few Somalia. Did you say wifey Somalia? No, not even close. Oh my god, Enigma. What the fuck? Read the next question. What is the best thing about Flash Century? How much time is left on the podcast? Oh, plenty. <laughs> yeah, so the fact that he exists is an amazing thing. Um, god, I can go on forever about this, but I, I won't. Um, basically... Why do does Flash Sentry exist beyond freaking movie one? Because he was written because essentially Equestria Girls is a monster high wannabe that wanted to sell like a high school niche um, flavored toy line. So they went above and beyond ass over elbow to introduce Twilight into this human world, give her a human boyfriend that kind of just fits this kind of chalk mold of what a high school like sweetheart would be but then either i don't know who decided that that was not going to work i don't know if it was I, the brony crowd or whatever but it's just he didn't quite resonate he was only like a pretty boy right and so as the movies went on and princess twilight doesn't come back we have Twy, uh like the alternate universe twilight which props to them they didn't just have her fall in love with flash they gave her timber which is and maybe not other people like like timber but they didn't just pretend that like the carbon copy of Twilight from another universe would fall for the same guy. I'm glad they didn't. But it's like with each progressive installment of the series, Flash gets has less and less of a purpose for existing. Um, and that intrigues me because it's like on some level they seem to appreciate him or like they, they feel almost almost like they feel sorry for like creating him for this one artificial purpose. And I see something very meta about that. Like a story idea I would like to write someday and I won't go into it, but it was simply titled uh, Flash Sentry and Timber Spruce are Dead. Like a, a, like a satire of Tom Stoppard's play, but dealing with like the the, the cookie cutter boyfriend stereotypes of a crusher girls, because it feels like to me that flash century existed for this one purpose. And now there's no need for him, but he's still being dragged along. And he's like, why, why am I here? I just feel bad for the guy. And, then, and I have a thing for sad, melancholic male protagonists. Um, uh, it's like a jumping base for creating all sorts of um, positive, cathartic stories um, for the most part. And as in the last two, couple of years, when they decided to explore more in the way of um, smut, you know, erotica stuff, well, he's like the closest thing I can think of, like a self-insert. So that, that's why he became what he is in a lot of my stories. Very much a sort of, what is my purpose? Oh, Twilight likes you. Oh my god. Yeah, did he even contribute <laughs> anything to the movies? No. What, is, what is my purpose? You wear panties. Oh god. <laughs> what is my purpose? You drive a sports car and you're someone's ex. That, oh, sort of? My god? 
Continue. What inspires you to write? Caffeine, panties, and a marsupial alumni. That's sick. Marsupial alumni. I didn't know they graduated. Do you have a favorite kind of comment to see, even if you don't reply? Well, I almost never reply. That's kind of like a rule book. Um, God, how many? I have like 133 unread things in my PN file. Um, I just, I, I don't like commenting on stuff because I feel like it pollutes the numbers, if that makes any sense. Like, I, I feel like, I look at fanfics, like one shots that people write and someone's like replying to every comment. And it's like, you're inflating the numbers. How do you know like how many people are actually like giving a shit about your thing? So I usually just hang back. That being said, I do like um, when comments actually <clears throat> talk about the stuff that goes on. They wax hypothetical about things that can happen and they express enthusiasm about it. Like, dude, I'm not going to go into specifics, but there's a um, Ofarodi comment just like a couple days ago where someone caught on to the fact that um, – the carrot, the bat ponies, I call them Cerosians in Australia lore. They speak uh, a language called Moonwinnie, which is supposed to try to emulate the sound of like a, what a horse speaks. If you ever read um, or, or heard of uh, uh, what is it, John Swiss, um, uh, Gulliver's uh, Travels, there's a mo there's like a book where the Gulliver goes to um, a world where there's intelligent horses, and then there's like wild men called Yahoos. I think does that ring a bell? Um, the horses speak in like this language that emulates horse whinnying. And so I created a thing called moon whinny. And I have a few trigger words that actually mean something that has like a translation, but most of it is garbage code they make up on the spot. But I insert enough of them into the dialogue that someone who actually pays attention is like, oh, they were talking about this thing before it happened in the actual prose. And like, that's cool that people actually pay enough attention to notice it and then have the wherewithal to comment on it. It means that I'm actually getting through to readers. And that's always satisfying. That's always a really cool pat in the back. Different sort of question. Sorry, tangent. Um, what is the most memorable mean comment that you laugh about? The most memorable mean comment? Yeah. Like something that like was probably like meant to be ill will, but you just looked at it and you're like, <clears throat> That's funny. I can't think of one at the moment. If I prepared, I might have been able to know, but... Um... No worries. Just thought I'd ask. And I, I wouldn't know what I would answer, but I know that those sorts of things exist. I suppose, I mean, every now and then, um, I surf the Chans and MOP uh, in particular, and they, they always have a very abrasive opinion um, with a sort of knee-jerk, circle-jerk hate, you know, but whatever. But sometimes they'll say something where if it's actually, like, slightly complimentary it means a lot coming from LOP. I'm like oh Zade you're cool you know whatever yeah I found it we did have the discussion okay Two but years that's, ago. For, that's for another fucking time because we are really short on time motherfuckers so please move on Ling was asking questions or oh, that's the uh, end of them yeah that's that was it oh, okay that was dumb by me Lone Trooper says placeholder yay <laughs> And the eagle asks, why? Panties. And now, Jake the army guy. Holy shit, Jake. <laughs> Holy should shit, we, Jake. Should we, should we pick some of them? I don't know. <laughs> actually, 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 I, I can handle this. Cool. All right. I'm going to rapid fire some of the questions at you. And I think, All right. I think you can answer some of these fast. Are you ready? Well, this is as far. I, I, I stopped my notes right before this because I didn't think we'd get this far. So I'll do my best. Here we go. What doth petticoats? Uh, that's the money shot. <laughs> See. 
That's the question. Trixie. Oh, tricks. Are you gay? Um, what was that answer to this? Uh, I'm not gay. I'm just vaginal challenged. That's amazing. That's vaginal challenged. Vaginal All right. Challenged. Um, now I'll actually ask some of the real questions really. Oh, also, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow wearing a pair of pretty pink panties? Um, negative Dolores. Funniest movie of all time. I always return to Hot Fuzz and always makes me snicker. It's a good film. You're a good film. Aww. If you were to mainline three gallons of Dr. Pepper while wearing a ball gown and listening to Beauty and the Beast soundtrack on the Disney World monorail, would I inherit your powers? Uh, the byproduct would be wizardry into per per perpetuity. Fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, then I'll actually ask like maybe two real questions since we okay. went through that. Um, when are you going to buckle down, bite the bullet, and finish what is certain to be your true magnum opus, the story for which you will eternally be remembered, the story which shall change the world forever? <sighs> twist Clops. So um, Twist Clops has taught me a lesson, and that's to never um, commission a cover art unless you know for damn sure you're going to finish the story. I think Jake has a peculiar love. Jake is awesome, by the way. Jake is a fantastic uh, guy and a great uh, lemur all around. Um, I think Jake has a particular love for um, for Twist Clocks, which was a weird uh, crap shot that I think I wrote in 2014, uh, maybe even earlier, with the idea that Twist, the, the filly from Friendship is Magic, suddenly gains Cyclops' power and sort of uses it to run the entire village into the ground and like you know become lord of all that she surveys because it establishes at the start of the story that she's from like a weird stereotypically broken household of like drug runners and stuff is really weird abrasive kind of ill will adult swim fodder like story and i just never got around to it um uh i was the the money shot of that fic which i never got to is that she has a uh, phobia of denim so that at the end, when she's had the climactic like eye laser fight with someone, someone tosses jeans at her and she's like, jeans! And she's shooting lasers everywhere. Uh, beyond that, the only really good thing about that um, fic is that uh, there's a moment where Sweetie Belle is in the back of uh, Scootaloo's um, wagon and they're going somewhere. And she's like, should I take the helmet off? And they're like, no, Sweetie, just, just leave it on. And she's like, I got bugs in my teeth. That's the best thing I remember from that story. <clears throat> Uh, to get a bit serious, you are most well-known and followed, you are one of the most well-known and followed authors on the site. What made you comfortable enough or to gain the confidence <coughs> to let the world know about your true sexual pro, uh, pro, 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 proclivities? Proclivities, oh it's all it, good. It, it, proclivities. Um, how, how did you become strong enough to become dainty, if you will? I, I mean, the thing about the brony fandom is that everyone treats everyone used to treat probably being um being in love with a cartoon show for a girl demographic as like a sexual orientation <laughs> like like Psst, i like rainbow dash don't tell anyone you know and it's like eh, i think it's just generally speaking the fandom made people open up uh, and find uh social channels that they um, never found any for and, and and then when he's considering this particular a lot of people that's why so much of it's cringe but when I mean, you accept the fact that it's cringe and everyone else is kind of like doing the cringe too then you sort of just loosen up and over the course of a bunch of uh, years with various really good friends of mine i opened up about things that beforehand i kept tightly lipped in the victorian at least second life was like my only real outlet for a while there no oh boy is that a rabbit hole 
or two. Um, but I, I guess this might sound a little arrogant and kind of self-centered, but you could probably see this with like celebrities and shit when they get a hell of a lot of attention, kind of like I did when I wrote background pony and suddenly I was getting like hundreds of comments and, and likes and stuff every day. Like, what do you do to either get that same sting of like, Oh, you or sort of recognition or familiarity. Well, you kind of do weird bazonkers, like off the wall things. And sometimes that includes like the, textual version of Tourette's syndrome where you're just like, yeah, I like film boys or something, you know, I guess that's what happened like gradually over time. Um, it, it's, it's not really anything special and I wouldn't compare it to coming out, you know, so to speak. It's just, I, but I, I felt more and more comfortable expressing the side of myself to the point that I probably went too far, but who the fuck cares? Cause it's fin fic 2020. Fair enough. You might say the fairest hard. of them all. I think it's going to be it for Jake's questions because he has a ton of them. Uh, Jake, you're so awesome. We're going to move it, on to the next person and uh, I'll leave it to you, Priest, or maybe, maybe you want to let Rav do it? Or Yeah, no, Rav, by all means, go for it. Ravioli, ravioli. Time for your questions, Oli. Yeah, or, sorry, I forgot I was muted. <laughs> there you go. God on God. Yeah, God Fraser. All right. How was everything like during the time you stopped on Astreo and Apple Dashery? Not really worth chatting about. I mean, I had some really good friends at the time, and I um, got to be a bit more social than I used to be. But then I also got to be very more antisocial than I used to be. Uh, so if people think that I went on some sort of like spiritual journey and found myself and stuff, no, I just got fatter. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! All right. <clears throat> uh. Last fandom before the Pony 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 Apocalypse. Well, it really depends on Nighty and if he makes Ginfic finally. Um, mm. I I would love to do Star Trek fan fiction someday. Um, the only other fandom that I think I've witnessed during the Brony years that I'm like, wow, that seems like something to write fan fiction for is probably Avatar. Avatar seems like a huge like fuck yeah, write fan fiction for that. Um, and for the longest time, I've wanted to do like a X-Men fanfic where it's the characters, it's a cast of X-Men, but kind of their ages are younger, kind of like an X-Men evolution, but there is no Magneto and there's no Xavier. So they have to kind of form the X-Men together, almost like a clubhouse and without any like um, resources. You're, you're, you're describing Teen Titans. No, not quite. Cause Teen Titans have like, uh, they have a headquarters. They have a, um, they have both? like a, yeah, but no, this is like, imagine if they don't even have the money to do that. They're just a bunch of like dipshits, like in the backyard, getting together in like a treehouse saying, we got to do something for the community. It's like a, like an underground roots version of X-Men, um, where it's like, if they all have like the circumstances of Peter Parker, you know, where they're all like, you know, trying to get by every day and sort of make that like, it's like a different universe where the odds are stacked against me even more. And you don't have the idealist like Xavier and Magneto sort of like, go on my X-Men. We're going to you know, stop the terrorist attack on Russia's dick or something, you know? Um, it's just, it's, it'd be a bit more down to earth and slice of lifey too. All right. Where you ask a question. Rav, yep. I know, I know. I was just going to see if anybody had anything to add on to that. 
Uh, something you would say to, hold on, something you would say to post as a writer and as a guide. So God Praiser is referring to my pseudonym before I became Short Skirts and Explosions, which would be around 2004, 2005, when I was writing Teen Titans fan fiction. And if I was to say anything back to post at the time, be like, write fucking Femboy sooner. You got Robin and Beast Boy for Christ's sake. <laughs> Uh, now I can't get that image out of my head. Okay. Best pony for today only. Enigma. Oh, <gasps> no! Why do you why do this? You can take that. that. <laughs> but only if it's Enigma wearing panties. There you go. Uh, okay. so that's okay. more acceptable. Yes. Uh, well, I wore boxers when I was in the drag, so there was no panties. Yeah, like he wouldn't wear panties. He didn't wear a bra, though. You just ruined the illusion. Warren ruined everything, actually. How the fuck dare you? He Who didn't the even fuck talk. do you think you he are? Didn't Fucking even Christ. tuck, okay? Oh, man. All Can't right. Acorn. Speaking of acorns, mm. Sentence is up next with acorns around his ears. Don't think about that too hard. Number one, what is your favorite snack, meal, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but just so friggin' delicious? At the top of my head, I'm going to say the um, the uh, dough whip pineapple floats at Magic Kingdom, which I sorely miss right now. Oh, that sounds amazing. Mm, you're amazing. Aw, bitch. Nice. Oh, number two. What is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? I mean, you know, it is a big one. And we're all going to kick it, but um. <laughs> how, do, how do I phrase this on the bar cast? Um, meeting my manager from 2007 and not recognizing him. Oh. Because oh. I'm, because he's African-American and I'm a white asshole. Oh. <laughs> I, okay. I understand. Number three. Why is bag milk the best milk? So I'm not a big fan of boobs, so I think I'm just gonna skip this. But pencil, do the thing. Okay, he's referring. No, to I know. I, I know all about it. Okay, I'll, I'll go back to my silence then. Please continue. Number number four. What is your one annoying habit? Probably this fidget cube that I've been playing with this entire bar barcast. I wondered what that is. Sorry. It's not, no, no, no worries. It's not as nearly as bad as like. Who was the fucker who was clipping their nails? Was it you, Flam? You were clipping your nails one week on the cast, and I was about to lose my shit. Was that really? Yes, and also, Priest, you've literally clicked the pen over and over and over again during the cast before until I screamed at you. I don't know what you're talking <clears throat> about. <clears throat> All right, moving on. Uh, number five, what is the theme song for your sex life? That would be uh, Serenity for the Victims of Hiroshima by Christoph Penderecki. That's nuclear, my dude. Nuclear cereal, <laughs> one might say. Number six. I can't recover from the fallout. Oh, God. Voice. No! You've broken me. All right, number six. What Do you watch anime by chance? So I don't watch a whole ton of anime, at least compared to the uh, larva that I live around online. 
Um, I tried to weave it up a bit last last year because I'm like, I'm 37 and the world's ending. I got to weave it up. So I watched some My Hero Academia, loved it, including the main character. But I decided that, like, I guess there's other stuff I want to do and I just can't really continue binging it. Uh, if I have a favorite anime, it's got to be um, Project Aiko from the late 80s, which um, has a plot line that probably couldn't work in today's culture. But my God, is it uh, it's that Project Aiko is the epitome of short skirts and explosions, to say the least. Interesting. I'm surprised there you know, there isn't a million people asking you about Ava. I have watched Ava, and I and I have a weird amount of fanfics that reference Eva or like concepts of Eva. There's a dive, dive, dive is a good example. That's basically just Eva with like Moonspeak. Um, uh, Eva is more interesting in meta than it is in delivery, and I think most people can agree. It's like the only shit we had for ages, and then finally anime exploded in, in the West, and it's like I remember when Ava was good. No, wait, it wasn't. Oh, that's fighting words. Them's fighting herds, if you will. Moving on. Number seven, how big is your porn stash? So I'm trying to look it up right now. Um, uh, it's called Blue Harvest, uh, after like the Return of the Jedi working title. Mm -hmm. And it apparently, this is the non-safer work. The non-safer work one is apparently 49.6 gigs. Uh, the safer work ones, let's see, 4.78 and then... Uh, 1.95. So I guess maybe about 52 gigs overall. That's that's non-rookie numbers right there. Milk, what's the evaluation? And lit. Shit. Keep, keep in mind, I did like a purge or two over the last decade, but you know, such as mm, life. You got rid okay. of porn. How would how does that work? Um, I mean, garbage disposals. Oh, I know this. Uh, they, they choose one day a year where all laws go away. And everything else after that is constructed. <laughs> I try to imagine that scene from like Fargo where the woman from like the three billboards is like showing up in the snow and there I am trying to shove like Flash Sentry down at like a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Scampy is up next. That's a name I have not seen around these parts in a long time. She's right uh, well. Which is the more valuable trait, flounciness or fluffiness? Well, fluffiness is her game, so I'll, I'll stick with the flounce. Um, I've had people like bitch about, you use flounce wrong. It's like flounce is like when you describe, to me, it's like when you describe a skirt that's like um, kind of settling after having done a lot of movement and whatnot. So I like it when there's like a firm anchor and then the rest of it moves. So flounce for me all the way. Fair enough. And now it's time for questions with Pat. Pencil, would you like to do the honors? Questions with Pat. Yes, I would love to. <clears throat> what is your favorite fictional country? Uh, Miami? No, just kidding, it's Finland. <laughs> We've had, two, we've had two people say that now, and I love it. What obscure video game or series do you I feel like I, I brought this up on a um, podcast before, but when it comes to obscure video game, the, the, one, the one most obscure video game <clears throat> that I played, and I enjoyed the hell out of it, and nobody else seems to remember it, is Mischief Makers on N64. Huh. There's a, there's a boss where you're riding on the back of a Persian cat that he just defeated in dodgeball while like this furry robot 
dog thing chases you and you're riding on missiles on the cat, tossing other missiles back at the uh, robot. That's my fetish. Which fast food place has the best fries? And if you don't eat fast food or don't like fries, you can disregard this question. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Sissy Long John's. We're, we're going to talk about that in just literally a moment. Oh. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. When poured onto cereal, what is milk? A beverage, a broth, or a sauce? An, an aphrodisiac? Mmm. If you could go to one place to eat, would it be Tomboy Outback Steakhouse, Femboy Hooters, Goth IHOP, Milf Denny's, or other? You could make up some of your own if you want. Some others I've seen outside the main ones are Femme Domino's, Ara Ara Arby's, Monster Girl McDonald's, Shirt Shirt Stack Steakhouse, Cat Girl Chipotle, E Girl Applebee's, and Yandera Hut. That would be uh, Long John Sissies. Well, there you go. That's been questions with Pat. Priest, you're up. Yay! The Dobermans is up next. <clears throat> Is it too late to say Shota Garden? Oh, no, I love it. Oh, no, my that's God. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That can stay. Oh, God. Panties. Which ponies would you like to slowly eviscerate to death in a big, rusty meat grinder? I can't think of a pony that I hate so much that would wish that upon them. With an exception of maybe some OC antagonists that I've made in the Australia series, but that's a different matter. Um... I mean, once upon a time, I loathed Pinkie Pie so much that I probably would have uh, suggested that, but I've since come to really adore the Equestria Girls version of her, and of course I ship her with Flash, so I don't really wish ill upon any of them. Okay. Now it's time for questions with Vylon. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon! <laughs> How doth are you life today? Uh, a bit shriveled and hanging to the left. Hmm. Very, very well said. Um, moving down to Jammer with a quick reminder to keep things light. No religion, friends. Um, Jammer has questions. Number one, just how many alts do you have, Skirts? First, I must state that um, ducks have nothing to do with this particular question, but I don't know why they had to talk about geese. As for my alts, let's try to count them. I have my uh, bookmark here. So there's one, two, three, uh, four. Those are the obvious ones. Uh, five, six, seven, technically eight. I use nine for that. Ten, eleven. I got about eleven, at least. Wow. I only really write on two of them, which would be um, uh, Short Skirts and Imploding Colon. I used to write in Just Essay, which is the Apple Dashery author. Blue Harvest is the um, one for like romantic ship fix that I did for a while there. Uh, there is one I made with Ponky that we never did anything on, so it kind of just exists and floats in space. There's another one I made that I was going to use to stalk um, Intricate and uh, B25 with, but they know about that. Um, there's, uh, another one that I made for, like, uh, ironic shit fix, but I didn't really go anywhere with it. There's one I made for a, um, contest that I think some people know about. There's my current, 
not a club, it's smut um, alt, but I've done stuff on skirts as it is anyways. And there's a Disney Princess one that I just have for GIFs, and that's about it. All right. Oh, there's, there's the other one that I do for um, when I when the story is so bad, so boring, so stupid, it can't go on any of the other ones. Ooh, Flutter Priest, right? Something like that, yeah. Oh. Number two. If you were giving 33 drinks of your choice every week, would you give 90 a place to stay at or near your home? So, you know, 33 Dr. Peppers. I can't imagine for life me why 90 would want to live in Florida. So I'm just going to pass on that. Fair enough. Number three. Would you hug things home? Kiss them goodnight? Tell yeah, them fuck you too! <laughs> <laughs> Tell Prop Master is up next. Mm -hmm. If you had the opportunity to snap your fingers and instantly rewrite one fic, which fic would it be, and what would you change? That's a very good question, Props. Props, the mofo, the Furby himself, is probably my longest-lasting friend in the um, Brony fandom, and I, I absolutely love to have been able to know him in my existence. Um, the, the first thing that comes to mind is probably how to disappear completely. Um, I feel like that could have been executed better, there's a lot of people who um, describe the philosophy preached uh, in the soapbox in the soapbox nature of that story to be very middle school teen angst style philosophy of the world, which is pretty biting because it actually was from the heart, <laughs> which makes me think maybe I need to examine life a bit. But uh, that story was written. Uh, it was be it was begun in late 2016 for fairly meta reasons that I'm going to leave you to guess about, and it's just a way for me to. Um, uh, to vent about things and then I abandoned it and then I went back to it and but when I continued it I was continuing it based on what I originally wanted to do in 2016 um, but I, I was like following a cookie cutter format and I would have days where I would do that stupid thing where I would just write for the sake of uploading something and I could tell that people were not fond of the direction the story was taking before it was finished and I was losing love of it too so it just kind of petered out and became nothing at the end. I think the last chapter is good, but for the most part, it's it's a real tr train wreck, but not in a flattering sense like it would refer to Apple Dashery. It's like, uh, how to disappear completely, it's like the opposite of the things Tavi says, both in terms of uh, tone and quality. But hey, it's different, and it's under my belt, so at least it exists, I guess. Yeah. And now, up next, we have questions from Chapped Penguin Lips. Hello, slim fit shirts and esophagus fluid. It is I, Broken Penguin Knees, and I have questions that are in dire need of answering. Number one, could you please rate these Disney princesses from best to worst? Cinderella, Ariel, Jasmine, Belle, Rapunzel, and Tiana. Well, now I understand why Flash is not there, but okay. Uh, I, um, I'm not going to spend time trying to do an entire list, so I'm going to say that uh, Ariel's at the bottom and Belle's at the top. Fair enough. That's not to say I don't like Ariel, just just objectively, <laughs> not the best. Yeah, she she kind of reeks of teenager. She kind of she kind of fucked everything up. Is <laughs> what she did. Um, what is your favorite game to play right now? Oh God, Overwatch! I was playing Overwatch till like twelve o'clock this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you read much on Finfic nowadays? Are there any recent stories that you'd recommend? I barely read much, but I um 
I almost only ever read if it's something of relevant subject material or if it's something that someone has been nice enough to have um, written for me. So I think it goes without saying that uh, <clears throat> on the top of the list would be Super Machiavellia, Girl, Lyrical, Golden, Pinafore, Daedalus, Alpha, Trace, Cross, Delta, XRD, Championship Edition, Accent Core Plus, RX Gold, 2.8 Redux Go by a non-pencil. Yay. Yeah, I've mentioned Shallow um, 15 a lot because um, I think they're really cool and they've um, inspired me to kind of write some of my latest travesties, so good on them. Uh, Simply Coco Darling by my senpai, Drace Domino, um, who's a wonderful um, sort of pay-to-write artist, does a lot of um, a lot of Fuda, like themed erotica across multiple different fandoms, but a big splash in Equestria Girls. And he did um, Simply Coco Darling, which is a wonderful thing right up my alley, to say the least. Um, and uh, Intricate Disguise wrote a story in a similar vein called My Little Flashy, haha, which, as horrible and cringy as it looks, is horrible and cringy, but still very well executed. Like, my God, that he knocked that out of the park. Props, who's an amazing person, when I came back from my hiatus in Newton, uh, got the uh, noble jury to come together and write a story for me called Operation West Horse, which is a nod, a tribute to Australia, where every one of the noble jury who was able to um, wrote their own, like, kind of chapter, fill in the blank chapter of Rainbow Dash flying west around the um, continental world. Uh, and he even got like Colton Gardez to come and write a section in this, and it has Rainbow Dash like at the site of Hiroshima and like, and having a moment of reflection, like, holy shit, this is like God tier stuff in this like, uh, you know, friendly uh, tribute story. Thank you kindly. Uh, Zappinator wrote this wonderful uh, shit fic called Princess, 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 which is gloriously drenched in copious skirts and stuff and that's great uh ponego wrote a story called author on board which is like a sequel to flounce which is a shipping story well kind of a shipping story of flash and um pinkie pie uh he wrote it as part of like the holiday uh, exchange thing and i thought it was really cool and so i like to give ponego a shout out for author on board and it's just a few of them well said well said next question if not lemurs what is your favorite animal the only reason I ever latched on a lemur is, and I don't know if this is going to break anybody's immersion, uh, I don't really like animals. It's a miracle that I ever got into My Little Pony in general. Um, what, nine years of being exposed to the sheer depravity of this fandom is a miracle that I haven't become like a furry. It's just because I can't compute that. You know, it's when I see that much fur, I think of my own body. I'm like, no. Um, and, and with monkeys, I don't like monkeys cause they're gross and they remind me of humankind, like evolutionary roots. So I, when I chose to, um, create a persona, I just would refer to myself as a lemur because it was the next hairy thing that wasn't a monkey to refer to myself to. Um, and I just wouldn't explain it. It's the same thing with marsupials. When I was in um, college, I had a, uh, creative English writing course and the professor there would call anything he hand out an animal like you'd be like uh here's the notes on the homework as you can see on this animal here and he just passes the animal around it's just it, he never explained it and I, like I, that's brilliant it's like a groucher marx thing to do and so i just created this vocabulary where i'm the lemur and everyone else is marsupial and i would just run with that and eventually people picked up so if you do something long enough and with confidence like writing a long story about rainbow dash flies east people can and potentially will pick up on it not so easy these days when the iron is not as hot in the fandom, but once upon a time, for sure. Yeah. And then the last question that we have of the thread before we move to something special is what dothened life? Boxers. Boxers. Yeah. Nice. Nice. God damn it. You got me he's, doing he's, it. Yeah, he's going to get you every time. You realize that. 
but um, anyway, Skirt, you mentioned that you had something special that you were hoping the uh, barcast could read, and it looks like we have about 10 minutes, so maybe we can do it. You want to do it? I was wondering if someone was stupid and suicidal enough to try to read that uh, chapter I was talking about. Oh, yes. I will give it a shot if you'd like me to. I was told that Flamenwerther is the best at doing uh, German accents. Oh, Mm. no. Um, I I will double check with you. Is this story political or religious in any way? No, there's, I guess you could argue that there are German stereotypes and like the two characters are called Hans. It's more just really Kaizo and touch of gross because it's talking about giving birth in a horse trough. Well, Flam, are you up for this? Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't. I'm not. Don't do something you don't want to do or you feel uncomfortable doing. It's uh, at the start of the at the start of the chat. It was made clear to me that was probably not a wise thing. I'm I'm fine with that. Was that we didn't have time, but we managed to make time. I'll pour the shit out of myself. Like I, I I was happy to do it. I just don't. I don't know about Flam. If anybody thinks they can do a photo finish, that's that's where it's at. Oh, oh God. I thought you actually had a good old yeah, photo finish. I could try. If you'd like me to try, I will try. <laughs> we will Linkage? Let me see. It's it's right here. I, I'm I'm opening it. That's okay. <clears throat> you know, who who are all the different characters in this? So it's Rainbow Dash, Photo Finish, and her two cults, both named Hans. Okay, I, I wasn't necessarily going to assign parts for the speed of this because I know how long it takes for you fuckers to keep up when we're doing parts. But does anyone? You can really want... tell the Hans is a part anyway, so I think it'd just be a one-man show. All right. Uh, okay, I, I can do this. Would you like me to do this? Only if you want to. I wasn't expecting this to come to fruition. It is really? coming to fruition. It is fruitioning. Cool. <laughs> Here we fucking go. <clears throat> Miracle Breakfast. Um, Rainbow Dash glanced up from poking a bowl of porridge. What's the project for? And after the photo session, I, photo finish, will show you the canter park. It's ein herrlich Stockbrunn smack dab in the middle of Manhattan. She trotted around the table, pouring milk into Hans and Hans's glasses. The Hanses and I love to relax in the park benches and watch squirrels murder birds for bread. Sounds, uh, awesome, Rainbow gulped, her eyes narrowing on the white sheet erected before the table. What's with the projector? And afterwards? Another photo shoot. This time? The Hanson. Hmm, seagull wings make for a fine background to the monochrome magics. Don't you agree, my kleine? Yeah, Mutter! The Hans is collectively throated, munching between words in perfect unison. Their eyes glued patiently to the sheet in front of them. We are ready for the morning epiphany! Fuck. The morning what now? A day is like life, Photo said, merrily trotting around the table. It starts all golden anew. Then languishes through optimistic blue skies. Then, in a natural cycle, it returns to darkness. Nine, I, it, I would be criminal for not showing my handsome hands the beauty and the tragedy of life in a blink. She stood by the projector, grinning. First, 
life in full bloom. She cranked the thing and flipped it on. Rejoice in the beginning of all things, mein Kinder. Hey, Rainbow glanced up from fidgeting with her brown suspenders. Breakfast and a movie. That's uh, kind of snazzy. Yeah, one of the Hanses nodded, munching on a muzzle full of oatmeal. This is Gustav's favorite part. I am Gustav, the other Hans said. <laughs> Rainbow turned to look at the flickering image broadcasting on the sheet. Uh, hey, jacuzzi, party, killer. She blinked, then leaned forward. Say, photo, is that you? Ja, Fraulein. Why are you just sitting in a big bath and cranberry juice? Nein, it is a horse trough of water. Water? And that is nothing but the glorious color of the folic. Ah, okay, Rainbow nodded, then twitched. Wait, the folic? Whoops. Yeah, I... Sorry. Photo flipped another switch. I forgot to turn the sound on. Flick. Oh my god. <laughs> A warbling recording of photos, hellish screams echoed across the room. Plate <laughs> and water pitcher rattled madly. Rainbow winced, stretching her long-sleeved hooves to her ears. What in the name of Celestia's sky muzzle is that? It's the nature of music, Photo said, grinning wide. She had yet to, she had to yell to be heard above the sound of her own yells. The beauty of creation is most exquisite. She leaned in to nuzzle the Jager Hun Hans. Don't you agree, my kleine Prinzen? Ja, Mutter! Both colts stared at the projection, scarfing down their breakfast. Oops, I forgot to revise all the way. It makes no difference, Photo waved. There are still five rounds of the liver pains left to go. <laughs> Rainbow clamped a hoof over her mouth as her blue cheeks turned green. <laughs> in about two minutes, Oh, excuse me. In about two minutes, Gustav will come floating to the top to join me in the screams of life. Photo beamed, squatting down to a seat across from Rainbow. She waited for the butter knife to rattle towards her before using it to slather margarine on a slice of toast. Since conception, I knew that an underwater burst would be the Gustaste. But I did not wish to share the mag this magic alone, so I in. Infitted all mine oh infitted all mine friends to join me and hold hooves around the horse trough. They gave me the spirit energy to survive the inversion of mine womb. What the fuck? Ja, most graceful. She munched on a slice of bread, pointed, and gulped down her morse and gulped her muscle down. Ah, there's Kurt, my my mare dresser right now. Wait, nine, that's Natasha. Pomitink, uh, silly Fraulein. Natasha is weak, Mutter. They're good Hanses. That is why she is never inherit in invited to the annual feast of living. What? <clears throat> Rainbow grimaced, teetering nauseously in her seat. Is the feast of living? Once a year, mine falls and I slice off a tiny piece of the Hans's refrigerated placenta and swallow it out gulped another bite and smiled proudly at her sons. In Axtjare, you will be old enough for wine. Isn't that wonderful? Yamater! With a gargling sound, Rainbow collapsed out of her chair and landed on the floor. Hunter! 
your guest is making fine art on the floor. Yeah, in your lederhosen too. Mein Gott, Toto glanced down at the floor, shrugged, and returned to watching the projection. Poor, graceful, awesome at Topantol Lander, a, sh a smirk. At least it will save her the trouble when we go to photograph the cow carcass later. She gasped suddenly. Semal, Gustav, you are crowning. And what the? <laughs> so it's July 25th of 2020, and we can officially say that somebody has read Apple Dashery. Much appreciated. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, that was that was a Herculean effort there in on pencil. I think you deserve a fake. If you want me to write a crap shot for you or something, just let me know. Be careful what you ask for. It'd be a challenge. I, I did one for a priest once. Uh, be careful. I, I, I'm disgusted that they're drinking the placenta and grape juice and not apple juice, like like us regular people. Any anyway. Anyway, we are right at the end. We actually made it just on time. So, Freeze, let's, uh, I know, let's wrap that shit up. It's true. Skirts, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It's always wonderful to have you on. I appreciate you. It was a bucket list for this year to be on this thing again. So, I thank you very kindly for your gracious invitation. Of course, my friend. Never be a stranger. And next week, we're off. We're taking a week off next week. And then after that, we will be back for episode 200. Episode 200. No, do we, who do we have? It, it might, it's new Taz, but I don't know if that's this coming week or the week after, because I've still not received Next, we said week after next, because next week we're taking a week off. We already said that. Yes, but. Uh, yes. Okay. You should interview Lyler. I, I, or, yes. I would yes. love to interview Lyler. <laughs> but. That's all the time that we have for this week. Your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Yeah. Enigmatic Otaku. I am Gustav. Flammenwerfer. Yeah, something about that. Ravage. Slice me some placenta. Milk. Boyette. Our amazing guest, Four Skirts and Explosions. Mom, this is my impersonation of a vibrator. I will never impress Senpai. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. Brrrr. Sure, I love you. Please don't.